Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90-Day Money Challenge. It's day 70 of my 90-Day Money Challenge, where I'm using the work of Byron Katie to question all of my beliefs about money, wealth, success, and work. And today's belief is a really deep fundamental belief. It's a classic one that almost everybody has, which is, I don't know what I'm doing. Now, at some point, everybody has this belief. And where it comes up for me is in situations like a recent situation where I felt just totally overwhelmed by the number of projects that I have going on and not sure what to prioritize, what to do first, how do I organize it, uh, and then just feeling like, well, when I go into some of these areas of unknown, I don't know what I'm doing. So let's use the work. Let's go in and question this belief. So question number one, is it true I don't know what I'm doing? When I sat with this, and I invite you, encourage you to sit in a meditation place, in a clear space where you can just be and feel and listen to your inner world. When I sat with this, I saw a specific situation where I've been planning my next year of business out, and the, the plan has become this gargantuan beast of a plan that includes just so many factors, everything that's uh, been going on in my business, and all of the goals and plans and numbers and data all sort of gathered into one place, and that's felt really overwhelming. And so I'm looking at that when I'm asking, I don't know what I'm doing, is it true? And what I saw is that this exact thing that I've been struggling with is the very thing that I support other people with. And I have lots of great advice for other people, and I have lots of great activities and methods for other people to use around just this kind of thing. And when I'm believing I don't know what I'm doing, all of that stuff goes out the window. So what I saw is that there's something blocking me the self-doubt, but that I actually do know what I'm doing. I actually have the skills and I teach the skills. And what the question that came up is, well, the thing that's blocking me, is it this thought itself that's blocking me from actually uh, clearly seeing that I know what I'm doing? So let's dive in. Question number three is, to, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, the question number three is, I don't know what I'm doing. How do you react when you believe that thought? What happens? What, what world gets created? What do you live in when you believe that thought? So I don't know what I'm doing. I, I found a really somatic experience today, and I'm going to take you through this whole journey in my body. And this led me to some really great breakthroughs. So it starts out with overwhelm and kind of a dizziness, a headache, a pressure. 
and the thoughts are like, I'm stupid, I'm a failure, I'm a fraud, right? Really like beating myself up there, harsh inner language when I believe that I don't know what I'm doing, right? All of those uh, judgments on what somebody who doesn't know what they're doing is like, they're bad, they, they're a failure, they're a fraud, right? All of those things. And that just made me want to cry and run away, which is uh, an old, like, four-year-old pattern, right? Is, is, I don't know what I'm doing, or something went wrong, and I don't know how to fix it, and cry and run away. And then I want to cry and run away, but then that little four-year-old part, it wants somebody else to tell me the answers, to tell me what to do, to, to do the work for me. I'm like, oh, I just... Can you do it for me? I don't want to. I'm like having all these feelings over here. And I just, I don't know. It's like the part that goes really stupid and really uh, victim-y. And, and, and I get really whiny. And I get very fragile and very sensitive, highly sensitive. Um, my, my body goes weak. And my muscles can't really hold me up. And I kind of collapse. And there's this great question that Gay Hendricks and Katie Hendricks ask whenever they're doing a body-centered work with somebody. They ask, what are the particles doing? or What are the bits doing? And it's a way to view your own body and feel your own body. So what I asked is, okay, how is my body creating this experience of fragility and weakness and heaviness and what I saw is that the, the particles were all floating up. That's the feeling, the kind of energy pattern or the, the somatic experiences. All the particles in my body are floating up, creating this light, ungrounded feeling. And that mixed with a kind of like tightness in my belly and the kind of like pressure in my head created this nauseous experience. It's sort of like being on a bumpy plane where it's like you get that kind of whoa lightness, but it's it's not in a comfortable or joyful way. It's in a it's like part of me is is heavy and then part of me is lifting, and then those two are starting to sort of swirl and mix. And so my belly is feeling fluttery and also held and tight. So it's like hard to breathe, but then I'm getting this lightness and this kind of inhale at the top but then I'm dizzy and I'm pressured and I'm sort of pushing myself down and trying to stay focused, but I can't stay focused. And so it's creating this like whole whirlwind of dizziness, which really makes sense. I don't know what I'm doing sort of has this dizziness and this, this fear response of going faint and, uh, and also trying to run away, but also trying to like show up and, and hold firm. And, and then I saw that, there's, uh, in my mind, there's this continual pressure between like pushing myself to, like, okay, I need to come up with a solution. I need to do it right. And then on the other side is just this constant like, no, that's not right. But I'm rushing because I have whatever else I'm doing in my day. So I need to like get the solution faster, but I keep not doing it right. And I'm trying to find the one thought that will solve all my problems, like the one, oh, I just need to do that to then solve my problems. And then 
I'll finally be able to relax, which is kind of what I'm really seeking here is to finally be able to stop running and rushing and squeezing and pushing and muscling through and all of that. And an interesting aside that I saw is I can see how um, I can see how humans experiencing this could create a relationship with an external God that is kind of like a false relationship with a God that's not really based on, like I think of a, a genuine relationship with God being something more like a relationship with the universe, <clears throat> a relationship with with intuition, uh, but like a kind of a false relationship would be like, I, I want an answer. I need the one final answer. And this being is going to give it to me. And so I'm going to then enter this relationship that's really like a relationship with mom, where it's like, I want mom to do this thing for me, give me the answers, right? So it's kind of a, a, a dark religion, if you will, or it's a, it's a misunderstanding, I think, of religion. So that was just an interesting aside. And I've been having all these interesting sort of existential uh, realizations about how humanity could create the chaos that exists today all through our beliefs and thinking. So when I took a look again at this plan for the next year that I'm, I've been working on that sort of become this very large, complex plan, what I did was went into the question number four, which is who would you be without the belief that you don't know what you're doing? Right? Who would I be without the belief I don't know what I'm doing? So what I want to do here is take you through a really clear step-by-step experience that I had when I looked and I just went from one piece to the next, to the next, to the next in my mind. So when I looked at this plan that I have and I looked at it free of the belief that I don't know what I'm doing, here's what I saw. I saw that there are a number of items that I've been holding in my mind and that I've been wanting to do. There are a lot of projects that are part of this plan. And I saw that what I really want to do is make time in my schedule to go through them one by one. And I also see that I'm really excited about pushing the limits of my knowledge and my experience in many areas. In fact, in all of the areas, I am excited about pushing my limits in. But then what I saw is, well, what would I like to prioritize? Because I simply won't have the bandwidth or the time to actually kind of push and stretch myself in every area at the same time. It's, it's just, there are too many things happening that I won't be able to really focus in a steady way that will kind of have that step-by-step progress that you want to have. And so then I saw, I kept looking, well, okay, what would I like to prioritize? And then I saw some clear items to prioritize in this plan. There are things that I want to focus on in my business. I saw out of a whole range of items to focus on, there are a handful that stand out for different reasons, right? And some of them are because they just are more profitable than others. And when that was the only consideration, 
you know, I saw, well, these other things are good ideas, but they're just less profitable than these other ones. So I want to focus on the thing that's going to create a more sustainable business. It's going to support me and support the people who work for me. And I also saw some other areas where I was really enthusiastic. And I saw that, well, if I only am focusing on things that are profitable, I'm going to miss out on things that bring me life and energy and excitement and enthusiasm for the business. And so I want to bring in some of those. And then I also realized there's a big team building element that's really important to me in the phase of business that I'm in right now. Where as I want to scale, I want to grow a team, but that means growing a culture and a, a lifestyle. And um, and that means bringing in all kinds of things that I haven't in the past, like more team building activities and things that are actually interesting uh, and, and ways to connect and relate, right? It's like a, a family, growing a family in a way. And so I saw, okay, here's, here's what I want to prioritize there. Here's what I want to prioritize there and there. And it just came very clearly. And that I want to find a balance in all of those things. And I can move, you know, step by step to discover what these are. And then I saw there are other elements, that, the other ideas that I've had that I don't want to prioritize as much. And there are other aspects of marketing that I don't want to prioritize as much. Right? As I looked at it and just sat with it with that slowness, all of this started to come. Right? And they just sort of fell into their own priority. And what I was left with at the end was this clear feeling of knowingness, of steadiness, of fullness and completeness, and a slow, that slowness and that peacefulness that I've really wanted. And all of that came from just looking at the same thing that I was looking at with this thought, I don't know what I'm doing without that thought, and just sitting with it. And that calmness was the, the thing that I was looking for. It wasn't a thought that I was looking for. It wasn't a new belief. It was actually a freedom from one. It was actually just a, a way of being, a way of moving. And it is ready, readily available. All I, all I need to do is be there and sit with it and feel and just let myself feel all of the pressure and the swirling and then let myself be free of all of the thoughts around it. And then eventually the whole thing just transitioned into this really nice, relaxed, open experience. So I've got one turnaround that I want to do today just to really stay in the zone here, I don't know what I'm doing turns around into, I know exactly what I'm doing. Well, like I just went through that step-by-step -step process, what I saw is that all I have to do is slow down and listen, and then I'm going to see exactly what the next thing is and exactly what the next thing is. It's like I, I could see where my obstacles were. I could see what I wanted to do about those obstacles, and then I could see even further what the next step was and the next step was. And all I had to do is just pause and listen. And then to go even further, I know exactly what I'm doing. An example of how this is true here is that what I know from the beginning and what I, what I already knew and what I've sort of had flashes of, even when I'm believing I don't know what I'm doing, is that what I do know is that I need to make time and space for slowing down, for being in this 
contemplative place because that's part of the planning process is is a feeling place right? i think there's sort of the the action oriented you know forward moving part of planning that's that's all about the action steps but before getting there we need to expand and feel and you know be in the realm of ideas and all of that kind of more intuitive realm as well and then there's some back and forth going into the action getting some data going back into intuition and gut feelings and that they both work together and that I haven't been as much in the intuitive realm and I know that that's really important here in this moment right another way that I know exactly what I'm doing is that I know that what I've been experiencing is just a fear covering up the knowledge when I really listen. And that I don't know what I'm doing is the fear that's been covering up what I know, uh, that I know what I'm doing, right? I know what I'm doing is underneath this uncertainty and this fear and this newness. And then even further, I know what I'm doing. Another example is that I know who to reach out to to reflect back to me that I do know what I'm doing. Right? I know the mentors to reach out to. I know the friends to reach out to and the colleagues and collaborators to reach out to to help get me back onto track. And that's what I've done. And it's been a really wonderful experience. So it's sort of all of that has landed me back here in the knowingness. <sighs> Isn't it amazing, this work, how you can go from a total panic, stress experience, like I don't know what I'm doing, and the rush around that into a very soft, grounded space? Yeah, this is one of, the, one of those moments, one of those spacious, calm moments. Okay, I will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business from virtual assistance to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.